The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona. And last night we had a haboob. For those of you who don't know what a haboob is, it's a violent sandstorm. And you know what? That's what we used to call them, violent sandstorms. Oh, we're having a violent sandstorm. Now they've been elevated to haboobs, and I find a little bit of humor in that. We had two of them, and when the dust settled down in our part of town we had some rain and that was glorious it cooled it off just a little bit today on the self-improvement blog you're going to find an article about your life is it happy or sad i suggest you read it has some interesting points in it you'll also find a review of gary spinell's new book beyond intent you'll see his smiling face there and be able to read his bio so i encourage you to visit the blog It changes daily, so you can come back and visit often. If you don't know how to go there, go to theselfimprovementblog.com. And if you're so inclined, leave me a comment or two. That's always fun. Now, there's a lot of talk these days about manifesting what you want, about creating your own reality. Many have read every book that's out on it. They've gone to conferences to learn to do it. They followed step-by-step procedures, and they don't get beyond manifesting a parking space if they do that much. (laughs) They ask the question, what's going on here? I'm doing everything I've been told to do. And they say it sometimes with a whine that was better than that one. Manifesting is about more than just your thoughts. It's about energy, and energy pretty much covers the gamut. Today's guest has written two books about manifesting, taking into consideration the energy perspective, which makes it even more powerful. We discussed his first book, It Was You All Along, in February, and I'm excited to say the second book is out, and we're going to be talking about it today. And as Paul Harvey used to say, we'll hear the rest of the story. Gary Spinell has spent over 25 years examining why some people achieve success consistently while others often struggle and sometimes never get there. Gary's approach goes where other books end in the details and nuances of attracting success and happiness. His book, It Was You All Along, which we discussed in February, has received excellent reviews 
And his new book, Beyond Intent, Crossing the Threshold to Your Dreams, has quickly become everyone's guide to getting unstuck in their challenges and pushing to to complete their goals. There's a new book that I haven't heard about, which is called 40 Unique and Powerful Keys to Land Your Next Job Now. And it's proven to be a must-have for people in transition from one job or career to the next. So if you're out of a job, you might you know, spend some of those last pennies to get a book telling you how to get a job. In addition to being a writer and speaker, Gary has over 25 years of extensive experience in the business world that included roles such as vice president at Blockbuster, VP treasurer at Hotels.com and Expedia. I can hear their ad as I say that. And Senior Vice Presidents of Finance at Manatech. Gary's responsibilities have included finance, treasury, investor relations, public relations, and human resources. So, you know, he should have some idea what he's talking about. Today we're going to talk about the nuances of manifesting and about getting unstuck. It is such a pleasure to welcome you back, Gary. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you so much, Irene. It's wonderful to be back again. I enjoy talking with you all the time. Well, you know, I, that's a mutual thing. But, you know, hey, why did you write this book? You pretty well covered the, I thought you'd covered it all, <laughs> and it was you all along. I found out that you did not. Why did you write this book? It, it, that's a great question. Uh, and you know what I thought I did as well? <laughs> well, here's what, I, here's what I discovered in the four years since I wrote that book. And that is actually, you partly described it earlier, that, okay, that book, It Was You Along, is certainly not the first book out there on how to manifest your desires. There's hundreds of books, and people have have read them. They've gone to the seminars and done the webinars and all that. And what I've seen is that people will have some initial success, and that usually comes because you change the way you do some things. And then eventually that seems to grind to a halt and then people are frustrated because they're they now have diminishing returns to the point of there's nothing left and I call that being stuck and so as I said they're not only frustrated they're angry because they're thinking wait a minute I'm doing everything that you told me to do in all of these books such as visualize what you want and meditate and feel what it's going to be like when you already have it. And and you have, must need to write yeah. another book <laughs> that I have to buy. <laughs> yeah, and and what I saw was I'm like, you know, yeah, there's hundreds of people talking about this, but the people that I meet and I, you know, hear and talk to on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else, and they're going, yeah, but I, I, this isn't happening. I'm not getting what I want. And I said, well, then let's take a look at this whole thing and figure out what really is the problem. And instead of then just putting back out some of the same old information, I said, yeah, we need to really explain to everybody why they got stuck, how they got stuck. And then more importantly, how do you get unstuck, you know, and get moving again. And to me really provide the essence of how you really, what I called cross the threshold to your dreams, how you cross the goal line, if you will, of a you know football analogy. But how, how do you get to the end? And I just didn't feel like enough people were really explaining that in practical terms as well as the spiritual. 
So that's what prompted me to do this. And, and in some of your things um, in the book, I could almost hear people saying, you mean I have to do something? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't just get my thoughts and emotions in this and money's just going to appear in my bank account. Because some, some, of the, you know, some of the folks leave you thinking that that's all it takes. As you said, there's uh, hundreds of books out there now on manifesting. So why, why should I get your book? What does it give me that nobody else does? Well, and again, it's a, it's a great question and it's a fair question. And part of it is just what you talked about is that what, as I looked at this, what was being described and instructed to everybody was to do these things that we're talking about. Hey, just you could visualize, you could, you could meditate, you could write it down, cut out pictures, put them on the wall. And, and then, yeah, that was, it was like, it was like, that's all they had to do. And yeah, then there was some discussion about, okay, well, you need to take some action. Well, then they would take some action. And just like all of us, you don't go out and, climb to the top of the mountain on the first try, you know, and if you'd ever went bowling before, you don't pick up a ball and throw a 300 game on the first time you ever went bowling or pick whatever it is. You can't pick up a guitar and automatically play it as if you've been playing it for 20 years. You're kidding me. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) But that was kind of what the message was being conveyed. And people said, well, wait a minute. I thought if I just kind of visualized it, I could do that. And I know they weren't really saying that out loud, but that's what was being conveyed. And so when they got stuck, the books that they had been reading weren't saying, weren't telling them how they got stuck. All they were just saying was, well, you should be, let's quote, visualized. And so what was everybody's response? Well, everybody's response is, well, wait a minute. Gee, um, I was visualizing this twice a day. Well, maybe now I should sit down and visualize it four times a day or eight times a day or 10 times a day. And maybe I should cut up more pictures, you know, and, and, Pretty soon they got pictures posted on their, their computer and they're wearing them in, you know, on their coat and <laughs> yes. carrying them around. They got them in the purse and in their car. And, and, I, and I don't mean to say, you know, this sounds sarcastic. I'm saying that's what we, people were doing. I, you know, I've been there. Well, that wasn't, that's not what you do. And again, nobody said, hey, this is why you're stuck. And, and so that's what's different here. You, t- you talked about that, yeah, it's just a few steps. Well, it's not really just a few steps. There's a few more, but it's, again, the mindset in which you do them. So that's really the difference. And, I, and maybe to give you a more elaborate explanation is that, in fact, what I say in the book is visualize it or create the intent, which is kind of the magic word these days. And that's why I call the book to go beyond intent, because what I've discovered is you create the intention once, we keep thinking the universe and God are hard of hearing. <laughs> yeah, so, like mom and dad. Can so, I please, please, please have some yeah. candy now? Yeah. So we keep going back and visualizing and going, well, this is what I want, and this is what I want, and this is what I'm going to do, and this is how it's going to feel, and the universe is going, I know. I get that. I know that's what you want. We're putting all the pieces in place. And so to keep going back and visualizing and you know, sitting down for a few minutes it's it's basically reinforcing that you don't have what you want. And so what you think yeah. is actually helping is working to your detriment. Create the intention and then be done with it and then go do and take action. 
And that's one of those things that people are missing, and that's what I write about in the book. You know, I, I'm getting the image of being stuck in the mud, and you just keep spinning <laughs> your wheels, and you never try anything else. You know, uh, you're clearly. Stuck. Uh, you know, so, so how does somebody get stuck? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's what I was saying. That's a, a classic example is because you, you try something, and it, you don't have total success. Well, see, we have this mindset again that if I, gee, if I do these six, seven, eight things that we were told to do um, in meditation and writing it down and all these other types of things, oh, well, then everything's going to work. Well, then when it doesn't, we, we start to react really out of fear because, like I said, then you ramp up all the things. You say, well, why didn't it work? Well, because the, there was a lot more to the process. Yeah. For example, you go and take action. If I want to, it doesn't matter what I want to learn how to do, what I want to achieve, I need to be able to get some expertise in that. Uh, if I want a promotion at work, I might have to take some courses. I might have to take on a new project. Uh, if I want a new relationship, well, then, uh, you know, things I can do to improve who I am, to attract the right person. Uh, you know, if I want to learn how to play the guitar, well, then let me get some instruction and then I'll start to play the guitar. And you go about doing. The thing is, is that when you have any setback, you say, okay, what is it that I learned from that process? Let me apply it now and keep moving forward. But yet, we in this country have this mentality that if we don't hit, you know, hit that grand slam on the first try, then it failed. Well, but that's not how successful people think. They just go, okay, well, I know that didn't work. Yeah, this piece didn't worked. Work. I'll reformulate it and I keep going. Where most people have a tendency to give up. And that's the mindset of why people get stuck because their expectation is that, oh, I just need to do this once and everything's fine. And so that's where I get into in the book about, well, wait a minute, you take the action but then it's what I call what's really more important is your reaction to it. And I mean by that is how you react to what just took place. Because if you say, oh, my gosh, well, see, I'm, you know, I'm a loser. I could never do this. See, I just proved I couldn't do it. Well, then you've reinforced that. If you say, all right, I'm going to mix this up and change it around and go at it again. And, oh, great. Okay, now I learned something. Well, it's a whole different attitude and embrace it. Instead of setting this expectation on exactly when it's going to get, when you're going to accomplishment, how it's going to look, and all those types of things. And that is all fear-based. That's how we get stuck. Now, you're bringing up a very interesting point, of, you know, something that seems to be really hard for people these days. And that's to sit down and reflect on where they've just been and why it didn't work. That requires a little more effort on our part and a whole lot of honesty. Um, <laughs> you, <know, laughs> you laugh. Uh, but you know, I think a lot of people find that very hard to do these days, to sit down and reflect on what they did. They want to run out and do something else to make it work before they stop and say, why didn't that work? Well, I laugh because, you know, and I'm like everybody else. You, you know, I have my challenges as well. That's no. one of the things I say. That's what, yeah, that's one of the things I say in the book is that, you know, there's this image that, oh, if you just do these things, everything is perfect. Well, no, it's not. We have challenges because we create them. There's always another 
mountain to climb and that mountain's higher. You know, we always want to go one step further. Well, therefore, those are the challenges that uh, stand in our way and we have to figure out. And it, it, it is a challenge to ourselves in a lot of ways. And as you were saying, it does take some willingness to step back and say, okay, what occurred here? I'm not at fault. I'm not a bad person. I'm not a failure. It's just this action I took didn't get me totally there. And that's why I explain in the book that, yes, there's this concept out about the world mirrors who we are. Well, that's great. Everybody knows that. Yeah, the experiences around us, they reflect you know, what we're thinking and believing. But again, nobody explained to us how to interpret what the reflection was. And so that's what I do in the book. And so then if you step back for a few minutes and go, okay, let, what just happened here? <laughs> how, yeah. how do I feel? Let me think about this. Oh, you know what? This occurred because I have a fear of money or uh, this a fear, you know, I'm really not, um, people aren't respecting me. Well, maybe they're not respecting me because I'm really not respecting myself enough. And so you've got to work through that. But it's amazing. You can break through that pretty quickly if you learn to interpret what you see in that mirror. And I want to talk more about mirrors, but right now it's time for us to take a break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Gary Spinell, for the Self-Improvement Show saying, stay tuned, we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Are you looking to improve your personal or professional branding? What about your business? We've got a program that will help streamline your image management. Tune in to Marketing Matters, hosted by Yasmeen Anderson-Smith. Your business and public image is important to your customers' perceptions. And in this day and age, how you market yourself or your company can make the difference between running a successful business and shutting it down. Marketing Matters can be heard every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on World Talk Radio Variety. Hey, did you know Voice America has partnered with the Kidstar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids? Voice America Kids will feature talk radio for kids, by kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings on voiceamericakids.com. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Gary Spinell. We're talking about how to manifest uh, beyond the intent. Uh, We've been talking about getting unstuck. And one of the things Gary talks about in the book um, a good bit, and it's a very powerful 
piece is being is is the concept of mirroring you know what you know what's happening with us mirrors our world expand on that a little bit gary well the the concept is really not new it's maybe a little different no. way of saying it it's it's that we pretty much if you're listening in on this call then you uh, have a mindset that we are beings of energy that produce energy we project that energy out into the universe based on what we think and believe uh, and even our actions and of course that returns back to us manifest into people places and events that in a way mirror what we're thinking and believing well uh, Again, I don't believe there's enough that's been said about, okay, yeah, that's a great concept, but then how do you interpret what really you're experiencing? And what I found it to be very similar is to trying to interpret what your dreams at night mean. You know, you wake mm. up in the morning and you go, well, what was that dream? Well, because the dream is in, is in symbolism. It, dreams are analogies. Dreams are not generally straightforward. And so really that's what's happening to us in our life. What's mirrored back to us are analogies. They're metaphors for what we're thinking. And as I used the example earlier, I said, you know, I went through a, a period of time after my divorce back way over 10 years ago where, you know, that's a hit to myself as to anybody's self-esteem and it was to mine. It just, you know, the relationship didn't work out after a long marriage. Okay. We separated, you know, I wasn't feeling that great about myself because you just feel like you failed at something. So I went into the next relationship and I, I felt inferior in the relationship. And once I realized, wow, this is just mirroring my own feeling about myself, that but see, it took me interpreting what was I really feeling and what wasn't happening there, what was you know what was going on, and and it just takes a little bit of practice to understand that. I have a wonderful example like that. Is is my wife left her company a couple of years ago, and we're all very attached to where we work because it's it, it identifies who we are. Yes. You know when when we when we talk, when somebody asks you you say well I'm a you know I'm a speaker or I'm an engineer I'm an accountant I'm a teacher or whatever it is because we say I am. Well when that goes away we become so detached emotionally because it's like a piece of us has been ripped away from us. And so after my wife left her company a couple of years ago she lost her purse. And, of course, what's in a woman's oh, purse? Oh, this is a great story. Okay, yeah. You, you know, the wallet, the key. Well, we, she had her keys, but, you know, the checkbook, the credit cards, you know, driver's license were all in there. And we so, okay, we set about the laborious task of replacing all of those. And she said to me, she said, what, what happened here? And I said, well, you've lost your identity. And that's, she said, oh, my gosh, that's exactly how I feel since I left my company. And I said, well, there you go. That's how life mirrors what we're thinking. And actually, strangely enough, a couple of weeks later, we found the purse. Long story behind that. I won't go into that. Uh, it actually turned out to be in our garage. And like I said, long, long story. Uh, because she had kind of rebalanced herself and said, "Okay, yeah, you know what? I, I haven't. I don't feel like I've lost my identity. I'm I'm okay. I want to move on to something new and see everything restabilized, and her identity came back. So that's what I'm getting about is that people have to be willing to 
really decipher the clues, but nobody's given them a lot of tools to do that, and that's what I no. do in the book. And, and you do do that. The other thing is, again, they have to get quiet and become a little more self-aware. And, and you know, people are in such a rush to get everything immediately that they don't, they either don't think they have time to do that or they really don't know how to go about it. So how do I go about figuring out what my dream was? You know, uh, you know I have some books that help <laughs> me figure out dreams, but you know, still I don't always get to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it, it, it takes a good bit of trusting yourself to uh, get it, to that. It, it does, and... The reason I compare it to dreams is that I actually have studied my dreams personally for a good 25, 30 years because I, I just had great fascination with them since I was a child and began to get pretty good at interpreting my dreams. And I still only can interpret a fraction of them because so many of them, when you wake up, you, you only get bits and pieces and you don't, you don't always get that full dream coming through. But it's, I, I would tell somebody to interpret actually a dream at night the same way as you interpret what's going on in your conscious state. And yes, to your point, sit for just a couple of minutes. And the main question to ask yourself is, how do I feel? And what is it that I'm feeling? Because that's the key. And, and, And emotions are good. We are beings that have emotions. And we're taught too often to try to run away from them. Well, in fact, no, you actually want to use your emotions as guideposts as signposts to tell you what's going on. So if you're sitting there and you say, you know what, I got this situation at work and, you know, my boss is, you know, being a jerk and you say, okay, well, you got to, you have to take a little bit of the emotion out of it to be able to write it down subjectively. But then you can say, okay, my boss doesn't spend enough time talking to me every day and I feel blank. Well, okay, what do you feel? Do you feel hurt? Do you feel angry? Do you feel frustrated? And then start walking yourself through the process of well, why do I feel this way? What, what's what's happening? And you'll come down to that there's something in play because of one of your beliefs that your boss really becomes your reflection. So your boss is just as actually on a universal basis is helping you. And it probably if your boss, you say, well, you know what? My boss just doesn't ever listen to me. Well, maybe it's because you don't listen real well when others are speaking to you. It could be even in your personal relationships. If you don't listen mm-hmm. well and then you carry that over and you go into work and your boss doesn't listen to you and you go, oh, my boss is so stupid, he or she, you know, they just won't listen to me. Well, that's yeah, may- because you're probably not being a good listener somewhere else. And maybe you're not saying anything of importance. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe you're not saying anything. Well, again, I mean, yeah, and that's all part of somebody. Somebody asked me about a, uh, a con- about conversations uh, uh, one time, you know, back about a month ago, and she said, "Well, you know, what? I, I want to just get to the bottom line, and when I'm in these conversations, I don't like having these real long conversations and that sort of thing." And I said, "Wait a minute." I said, "Remember that on a spiritual basis, on a universal basis, you created the conversation. That was yes. there for you, so." If there's a conversation there, you need to pay attention and listen. And so, as I said in my little example here, if your boss isn't listening to you and paying attention to you, 
it's probably you're, you're not paying attention. And it may not even be to a spouse or your children or anybody like that. It may be that the universe is trying to tell you some other things and you're not doing a good job of listening. Uh, and, yeah. and, and, and so, I mean, that, but that's an example of, in a way, how simple that answer is. And yet <laughs> it's so easy to miss that. But nobody yeah. explains that. It's interesting that we have all kinds of lessons teaching people how to speak, but we don't have any yeah. teaching people how to listen. Oh, exactly. I, I came across a statistic uh, back about six months ago, and it's probably changed by now. And it was that approximately 100,000 words cross our senses in a day. That's absolutely amazing. And, and that's from talking with someone, of course, all the words in emails, if you have the TV on, ah. you know, all of this. Well, there's no way that we, could we can absorb 100,000 words. There's no way we can do that. So what, of course, do we do? We start to filter. Uh, if it, like email. Email is a great example because you say, okay, I got, you know, 20 emails and no, I'm not even going to read these. I'm going to delete these. And the ones, some of the ones that you open up, you skim them, you scan them, and then maybe two out of the 20 you really read. Exactly. Well, that's what, yeah, and that's what we're doing in life. We're having conversations and we're not listening. We're skimming hearing, you know, you're, you're filtering what you hear and then what you think you hear. And then maybe there's only a couple of times when you're really listening. Well, and then we get to the end of the day and we go, you know, I've been asking the universe for information on how to solve this problem. And here I go another day and I didn't get any answers. And the universe is going, I gave you a whole ton of them. You just yeah. filtered them all out. Yeah, you didn't listen. It's like the old thing about, you know, I, I was in a flood and I asked uh, God to save me, and he he sent a, re, a rowboat. Yeah, exactly. And he, you know, yeah. <laughs> but he wanted some bigger thing, so he didn't get on any of them. We, we and do, he drowns. Yeah. We do that. You know, you say also that, and you you write a little bit, and I found it fascinating that people can't always get what they want. You know, we're told that we can get what we want if we just visualize it and do all these lovely things. And some to of me, these you call myths. But uh, um, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. To me, this is one of the biggest things that I believed was necessary to write about in the book. Because, again, everything from you want to use the phrase the law of attraction or NLP or quantum thinking or what it is, everybody's going, oh, well, you can have everything you want, everything you want. And I went, no, not really. But you're gonna you're gonna get something. You're gonna get something, but it's probably gonna look different. And so I walk through a lot of explanations of that in the book. You know, as I try to do break it down to a very practical level. We are here. We came here. If we're gonna go on that basis of that, we're you know creatures of energy, etc. We came here with a certain purpose. There were things we needed to learn. Well then it's we are going to stay on a mission. Our soul, our higher self, is going to keep gently leading and guiding us to those scenarios where we're going to have the best opportunity to learn and experience what we came here to do. I mean, a great example real quick is, you know, you say, well, you know what, I just want to be wealthy and I want to go live on an island, in a deserted island in the Pacific. Well, if you're a people person and you want to work with people one-on-one <laughs> -on -one and you're really good at that, well, guess what? You're not going to have this $10 million and be living on an island in the Pacific. And, and that's why what do I, you need $10 million if you're on an well, island? Yeah. 
you know, to import food, I guess, and that sort of I thing. I guess. But, but, and you can see my point is that you can say, well, that's what I want. How come I didn't get it? Well, you know what? Because that wasn't really what you came here to do. And so there's really three things. It's that what you desire, it has to be to help you learn and grow. And it's also got to be connected with your soul, what I call your soul purpose in life, to where you get to use your personal skills and talents to the, to the greatest value of all of the world. And those three things have to combine, and then you get what you want, and you get it on a greater scale than you ever imagined. Oh, on that thought, let's take a break and let everybody chew on that for a little bit. <laughs> this is Irene Conlon with my guest, Gary Spinell, saying stay tuned. The Self-Improvement Show will be right back with more. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Step up to the microphone. View the finalists right now on VoiceAmericaKids.tv. America's next great star is waiting to be discovered. Step up to the microphone is an exclusive presentation for VoiceAmerica.tv, where you can see and hear America's next top child star. The program is hosted by Voice America's own Cassie Frazier, and new episodes will be available every week exclusively at VoiceAmericaKids.tv. You can say you saw them at the beginning of their superstar career. Tune in to VoiceAmericaKids.tv. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Gary Spinell. And before we get back into this wonderful topic of manifesting, Gary, tell us how people can find you, how they can find your work. And while you're at it, will you tell us about that new book or new whatever, the new 40 unique and powerful keys to land your next job now? Because that sounds like, you know, something many people could use right now. Oh, I'm delighted to, Irene. Thank you very much for asking. First of all, uh, both of the books, It Was You All Along, and of course the brand new one, Beyond Intent, Crossing the Threshold to Your Dreams, both of those are on Amazon. Uh, they're also available in the, in the Kindle format. If you don't have Kindle and you still want an ebook type format, you can go to my website and purchase those there. And the website is really just my name. So www.garyspinell.com. And Spinell is one N and two L's. That's what I always have to tell everybody. It's been misspelled all my life. 
but it's one and two lscom And uh, like I said, there's an ebook there. There's some other information there. You can sign up for the newsletter, which I would love to have you do uh, because I post a lot of things out on the Facebook. You can even find me there under Purposeful Prosperity. Come like it. There's a free audio download, whether you go to Facebook or you go to my website. So some great things there. In regards to the 40 keys, um, you know, as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, I've, I've been in the business world for well over 25 years. And during that process, I, like a lot of other people, endured being laid off. And 20 years ago, it was the first time I got laid off, and I was the world's worst job search person. You could Google worst job search person, and there would be my picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was terrible at it. I was afraid of cold call and networking, thinking it's cold calling. Well, then came another time when I was laid off, and I said, you know what? I'm going to figure this whole thing out. And I, I went and did massive research. I was certainly doing research on my book. I, as you know, I've been studying human behavior for 20 years. And then, I, in a way, it's what I call I broke the code. <laughs> I discovered what it really is on how to land a job. And I went on to land a job in three months in a relatively bad economy a, long, a while back. I landed a promotion with more money. The next company I went to, and the reason I went to the next company is the, the company I was where I had the promotion this first time uh, wanted me to move to a different city. And I said, no, I'll stay here. And they said, oh, all right, that's cool. So I went on another job search and landed a job in like five months that time, uh, five, six months, and was a promotion and a 50% increase in pay because I knew wow. what I wanted and I lay out. So I use some of the concepts that are in the book, uh, the books that I write, and yet the, the job search principles. And I've put this together into a two-hour audio and an 80-page companion workbook with action steps for every one of those key points. These are 40 very unique and yet powerful keys to land your next job. I go out and speak. I've done this for years and speak to uh, networking groups where folks that are unemployed and they're all different uh, salaries and that sort of thing and ranges and people are just blown away. They're amazed if I can say that, that uh, of what I'm telling them, because I'm not talking about your resume and what they call your elevator speech and how to use LinkedIn. I'm going, you know what, that stuff's fine, but get away from that. And here's how you land a job. And I go through that and then they go, wow, I've never thought of this stuff. Nobody's told us that. And I go, well, that's why this is really unique. And I, I just spoke to a group a couple of weeks ago of well over 60 people. And I mean, again, people were coming up and going, wow, this is great. And so this is in this package. It's, it's uh, the best money that you'll ever spend to find a job because the hundreds of dollars or thousands you'll spend on resume building and sending out resumes and whatever else, it, it, don't bother. It's, it's all right here. So thank you for letting me mention that. Oh, I think, tell people again how they find you. They're yeah. saying, oh, well, I didn't really want to find him until he said all this. Take, give it well, again. Well, and again, that specific package is only on my website. Uh, there's, there's a specific page for it, but just go to www.garyspinell.com 
and you will see it there. There's a section for it on the main page, and then it'll take you off into a full page that explains a lot about it. I can't say enough. I know there's millions and billions, excuse me, millions and millions of people that are unemployed. As I can say, I've been there. I know what it feels like. I know the frustration. I know the all of the feelings of self-esteem that you go through, and you just want to get something again and get moving again. And, and it, our mindset gets in the way, and I explain how you can put it all together, do the right things, and get something for you, and get those interviews, and then land that job offer. And this is this is. I just want to get this out to people because we could have a million people employed if they get this information. And, and uh, you know, if you haven't read one of Gary's books, let me tell you, they're meaty. You know, they they give you stuff that you can work with. And you said you made a workbook for that, and that's very interesting that you bring that up because one of the things I was going to suggest to you, not necessarily on the air, but I might as well do it now, is that it would be wonderful to have a workbook that combined the work you did in um, – both books, you know, it was you all along and beyond intent, so people could sit with it and work through it and write their thoughts down, answering some of the questions that you ask them to explore to be able to have the kind of life they want. I just think oh, you, you have such unique ideas that it's such a, a, a switch in thinking that it would be good to have something, after you read the book, to go by to do your own inner work. Well, th- well, thank you. You're you're not the first person that's asked that of me, to the point of even saying, "Why not have a uh, like a six week class?" Uh, Why not? D- yeah, do a <laughs> you know one hour a week on Skype, and and that's what I'm I'm considering putting together. And uh, like anybody else, and when you're running your own business, there you get pulled in a lot of different ways. Because I have a lot of ideas of things that I want to work on. Uh, even uh, there's more to add on, even to this job search. Uh, package of things I can do there, but there's some great audios with all of those to help jumpstart everybody's life. But yes, thank you for that. Um, that's a nice encouragement, and I will probably yeah. head in that direction pretty soon. Take it under advisement is the is the word. Yes. Now back to back to the book. Um, there, you know, people give you all kinds of tips on how to achieve success. You know, if you go on a place like mm, Ezine Articles or something, you can find article after article and they give you uh, tips like, <clears throat> you know, set your goals, establish priorities, you have to have knowledge, hard work, persistence, self-discipline. You boil all of yours down to five and they were a big surprise to me. Hmm. Um, I'd like to talk about these five, tr- these strategies and why they're so valuable. Now, you're on. Where's your first one? <laughs> well, I, I probably because of my finance background and my analytical thought process, it, it drives my wife crazy because she says, you know, you always have to figure all of these things out, no matter what it is, because you got to figure out all these pieces. And I said, well, you know what? That, that, you know, life is that interesting puzzle. And as I look at everything, in life, all the, certainly, like I said, all the books and information that's out there, I look at this giant funnel that when you take all the everything in life and all the knowledge and experiences and you come all the way down to the bottom, that when you get to the bottom, 
I determined that there were five of these strategies, five of these keys that if these are in place, basically you will succeed at anything you're trying to do. Uh, the rest to me are, are tactics. Um, just like, well, for example, um, gratitude is number five on of the five, not, and they're not really in any order of priority or importance, but number five just happened to be in the list. And I said, well, you know, talking about showing gratitude, having gratitude. Well, there's, there's hundreds of ways to do that. Uh, but it comes down to that if you have simply that goodness in your heart to do something for somebody and not expect anything in return, number one, um, and you have appreciation and gratitude for what you do have in your life, that sets the stage to the universe that just says, wow, okay, you know what, you're happy with what you have, you're in that state, your mental state. Well, I'm just going to keep giving you more and more yep. because you're just always happy. Because just like when a kid throws their arms around yeah. your neck and says, "Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you," think, "Oh, what can I give him next?" Well, well, that's exactly it, and that's what the universe does. And, and again, but also giving out to people and not and not expecting anything in return. Uh, so it, it doesn't. You don't. People say, "Well, you know what? I'm going to wait till I have a million dollars, and then I'm going to go do all this philanthropy." Well, no, that's not what it's about. It's I mean, you could be holding the door open for somebody. You you, you know, just carry something for somebody that you're seeing. It's got a heavy load. Just Anything that you can do to help people, that's, that's part of life. And so to me, that is massive, but there's hundreds of ways that you can show that gratitude. And so that's why I say, look, I'm not going to spend my time telling you all the different ways to show gratitude. There's books on that. But you know, yeah. the bottom line is you have to be grateful in your heart. And if you're not, <laughs> you're going to have a really difficult time. Yep got to be inside you anyway what's another one of the well, oh yeah, you know what before we go on it's time to take a break so let's okay. come back to the other four um, in a moment this is Irene Conlon with the self-improvement show my guest Gary Spinell saying come back and learn what the other four strategies are We're making it easier to listen to the World Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hi, this is Rochelle and Jeff from Travel Hub Radio with another Travel Hub tip. You're late for your flight and there is a long line at the security checkpoint. What can you do as a traveler to improve time and efficiency and make your flight quickly? One idea is to take everything out of your pockets, such as sunglasses, cell phones, PDAs, pagers, and other metal and electronic objects. Put them in an easily accessible pocket on your carry-on luggage. If security asks you to display or operate these items, they're right there. Plus, you won't hold up the line when you have to do the walk. A metal belt buckle or a wristwatch is usually not a problem, but be aware of them and ready to remove them quickly if needed. Wear comfortable shoes that can be quickly slipped off and on if you are asked to remove them. Most of all, if the security personnel give you specific directions or ask you a question, don't argue. Just comply and cooperate. It's not personal. They're just doing their job. For traveling tips and much more, make sure you tune in to Travel Hub Radio or listen to the show archives and podcast right here on World Talk Radio and at TravelHubRadio.com. 
You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Gary Spinell. We've been talking about uh, manifesting, uh, how to achieve success. We were talking about strategies before we went on break, but while we were on break, uh, we were told that we had a caller who said it was a good show, and I appreciate that. It's always nice to get positive feedback. But we decided that what we want to do coming up as soon as we can is have Gary back to talk about 40 unique powerful keys to land your next job and let people call in and ask about how to get a job in this market. So watch for that. I'm going to see what we can do with it, see when we can get it on. I'll announce it on the blog, so watch there. So if you know somebody who's looking for a job, you might want to give them a heads up that we're going to do a special show on it. Now, Gary, we were talking about um, strategies to achieve success, and you talked about showing gratitude and giving to others. What are the other four? And you know what? We're coming right up to the end of the show, so Mm -hmm. you're going to have to skip through these. Uh, Well, the other four are having self-confidence or self-esteem, faith in yourself, faith in a higher power, um, and what I call that, have faith in a higher power and that the universe is here to help you grow and learn. You, you have to have that faith that you're going you're gonna to be okay and you're here for a reason. Yeah. Patience and perseverance, I, I put those together because they're, they're, they, there are pieces of those. And the fourth one is to engage. You simply need to engage in life. You have to go out, take action, interact with people, learn from that, have fun with that. And then as we were talking about with your mirror in life and you, and you interact and you can see what's happening. But to me, those were the bottom lines because self-confidence, there's lots of ways to gain self-confidence and you can read tons of books about them. Um, but you, you can always start small. It can be something as simple as you go start an, an exercise program and it's not like you got to go run a marathon. You run a half a mile. Well, if the next day you can run six tenths of a mile and the next day seven tenths of a mile. Before long, you're, you're making a lot of distance and every step further you take, you gain confidence. And I will tell you one of the biggest things in the universe is that self-confidence, it's basically self-worth equals net worth. Yes. I, I'm not the first one to say that, but that's the bottom line to it. And so you, you've got to believe that you have unique skills. It's one of the things I love to do and, and encourage people about, and I do it in the book, is that you have great skills. You have great talents. They're only yours, and you're here to share them. That's why you are here. And if when you be, really believe that you can do that, then the world will open up to you where you have the opportunity to use those in your own unique way. It's not about saving the whales. It could be just helping your community locally in its own in your own way. But then you're tied in with the universe. You're having faith that things are going to get better, that you have an impact. And that's where it all starts to come together. The and last really, 
you know, Excuse me. What you're talking about is your sole purpose, and I wanted to spend more time yeah. on yeah. Soul, soul purpose. purpose is, but is huge. How do we find our soul purpose? You're so good on that in the book. Well, they'll, yeah, they can they can read a little bit more on it, but it's it, it, you know, in a simple way, it's when you if money didn't matter, that's always the age old question. If money didn't matter, what would you do? And because you're going to do something that usually uses your skills and talents, and it, when you start talking about it, you'll light up. You're, you physically will light up. Your face will light up, and you go, "Oh wow, yeah." That then you're going to know that's that's a good indication. Now, granted, the first thing you might come in comes in your mind is, "Well, gee, I don't know how I'm going to get from here to there." Well, okay. Then, as I explain in the book, and I'll tell you how, and there how you can start to lay out that course and get there. I mean. I've been doing this for five years and I'm still learning. And I, and I even talk about that as well uh, of my experience of that. I, I've generally been a pretty good speaker all my life, but I had to learn the business of speaking and that's a whole lot different. And that's a lot of what I've been doing. So I had to, I didn't, you know, it wasn't like automatic. I had to learn, had to grow, had to read things, talk to people. Uh, and so that's where all that comes from. That becomes that goes right into the ideas of patience and perseverance. Uh, there's a funny quote that I have in a book that says uh, something in the effect of it takes 20 years to become an overnight success. Yes, your <laughs> quotes are wonderful in that book. I've, I've been pulling some of them out and putting them on the blog. Thank you. And um, I love that one because that's really it. It, it does take a long time and then, it, and then it will click. So have patience, but the perseverance side is to keep putting one step in front of the other. Keep going. If it feels good within you, if you're using your skills in your highest good to help Ah. the world, help the world, it'll come together and you will be happy. And because ultimately we want that inner peace, that inner happiness. And that's why to me, those five things, bottom line are it. Absolutely. And you, sometimes we find things kind of by accident I, my doing this radio show, kind of, it wasn't that I sought it. And I find more joy in doing this than in almost anything I've ever done. I love to teach, and this is very close to that. But in, you know, I never dreamed of having a radio show. Mm-hmm. And yet this is so much fun for me. And I, every week I look forward to Thursday because I get to do this and talk to these interesting people and learn new things and all of that. You know, it, it goes into soul purpose. Uh, what, what a lovely topic for you to put in that book. Um, so good. You know, you talk too about how our thoughts and beliefs create our experiences. Um, you talk about positive thinking, and, and isn't that something that you have to develop as well? You can't just decide, oh, I need to think positively. Don't you need to work on that too? Uh, exactly, and it's interesting. While I was writing the book, this was something, one of those things that I came across because people started to talk about that. And I said, you know what? What, is po- what does it mean to have a positive attitude? Because I was getting different definitions, and I thought, well, there we go. That might be part of the problem. So I I list out, to me, there are 10 characteristics of having that positive attitude that you really need to have these 10. And it's not difficult to have them, but when you can say, yeah, I do these, then you're really demonstrating a positive feeling, a positive mental attitude. And one of them is simply that you believe that 
your life is is here for a purpose that you're going to make an impact uh, and it, therefore you wake up every day going hey you know what here's another day here's another opportunity for for me to impact people's lives to excel to become the best person I can be and and that's one of those pieces but there's really a lot to those a number of them to be able to say yeah I've got that positive attitude and you know people don't have to think they have to do huge things you know I think of the people who smile at you in the grocery store and say great day isn't it you know that's it I love asking people how they're doing yeah because people like to talk about themselves and I mean that in a nice way because you say hey how you doing how's it going what's going on and and it's just a wonderful conversation and wow what it just makes their day you know did you make somebody smile today yeah then you contributed you did uh, it's it's um it's it's a fascinating thing, and we're right up to the end of the show. So you know, among all these wonderful thoughts that you've left with us, <laughs> what's the thought you want to leave with our listeners today? That's primary in your mind. Have, have really the five things that we talked about. I mean, have some patience, have some perseverance. You have value. You have special mm-hmm. skills. Uh, there really are. There's there's talents, and the reason that you're here, living and breathing, is you. There's a reason. The universe is like a giant jigsaw puzzle, and the seven billion people that are here all play a piece in that puzzle. We're all connected like a puzzle, but you all, we all play a piece uh, in that. We all have an impact, and so feel good about that. Know that your life can be better. Do the things that are the right things. Go if you got to go learn something. Go at it with the, and embrace life uh, and, and realize you can get there. Have some patience and perseverance, and you'll see that you're on the right road, and you're going to be happy because you're, you're on that path. You don't have to be to the destination, as they say, but if you have these things in your heart along the way, you're connected into your soul purpose and your higher self and in the highest good, you're going to find that happiness. Fantastic. Next week's guest is Julianne Blackmore from Bath, England. Julianne is a psychic, a writer, an artist, and a poet, and she's going to talk about how to be you, so you might want to come back next week. Gary, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been amazing. It's a joy and an honor to be here, Dr. Irene. Thank you so much. Works both ways. This is Irene Conlon and my guest, Gary Spinell, saying thank you for listening today. Please come back next week and hear what Julianne Blackmore has to say. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.